Hello, hello, hello. Java Dropper. What's up? I said, what's up, Mr. Elvis? What's going on? What's going on there, Mr. Tutus? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm running on mobile here, and I missed Ross. So you're going to have to fill me in, and we're going to have to talk about what happened, see what happens. Man. Oh, I am so glad I took notes. Oh, good. Oh, I'll tell you, Ross was very, very boring. It wasn't, very boring, huh? It wasn't much going on on Ross. Um, you know, we started out with Kurt Angle meeting with, um, he's in the, he came out to the sub chance, which is the WWE universe still to this day, loves to give that guy the you sub chance. Yeah. And he loves it too. He eats it right up. He does. He does. And they were live in, um, a town that is not too far from me. It's about an hour, uh, 45 minutes to an hour away, Albany, New York. Uh-huh. Uh, big day capital over here. So my buddy Chris and um, Sean and Brian all went to this event. My buddy Shane, who wrestles for World of Hurt Wrestling, was actually a member of No Way Jose's Congo line. Now, so, as, much as, as much as I hate that guy, that had to be pretty cool. That, that had to be pretty cool. He's actually done a few spots for WWE um, he was, like I said, he was in the Congo line earlier. He also was a security guard in between Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar, which had to be a hell of an experience. Wow. Yeah. Um, and he was also, um, part of Adam Rose's Rosebuds at one point. He came out dressed as a hot dog. Nice, and- nice. Got a shell shock from Ryback. Oh, so, man. He's done some exciting things for the WWE. He's also wrestled on um, Saturdays, one of the Saturday shows, um, alongside his um, another guy that used to wrestle for World of Hurt, um, Jeff Starr. Okay. Um, they were a tag team, they were a tag team. Uh, match over on Saturday night's event or Saturday day, whatever it was, Saturday main event. Anyways, um, so Ross starts out with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle comes out. Um, and then Stephanie came out and, you know, they were jobbing back and forth, blah, 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 this and that. And, you know, Stephanie's normal thing, you know, she's the boss and nobody's above her. But Roman Reigns came out. And Roman basically was like, look, I'm sick and tired of getting screwed. I want my opportunity at Money in the Bank. Um, Stephanie was like, well, she's like, do you want to know why you're not in Money in the Bank, Roman? It's because you're lost. Stop right. crying about it. Get over it. You're lost. <laughs> well, he's not going to be. We talked about this on the last podcast. Right. There's no need for Roman to eat up somebody's spot in that Money in the Bank. Absolutely not. Title shot, regardless. So, right. how's my audio, by the way? Oh, uh, you sound pretty good. Sound pretty good tonight. You sound a little choppy. I was you moving your phone around. Uh, no, I'm gonna let me try to uh, turn. Let me try to turn down my fan here. And uh, give it a second here. Is that any better? Yeah, it, it just sounded you, you. You sound like you're on a cell phone, is all. I noticed in our uh, recordings uh, last time, I have a headset on and I sound pretty clear, more clear than uh, you do on a phone. We'll work on that. We'll get that all straightened out. 
Yeah, I'm working on. I'm going to uh, work on getting. I'm actually working on getting a headset from Wish. Um, okay. It's a. It's a uh, pretty decent one, and it's only like ten bucks on there. Yeah, so, yeah, the one I have is only ten bucks at Walmart. So, yeah, it sounds a lot better. If you listen to our last couple podcasts, I sound better than you do, or maybe it's just yeah. better than you because you're. Yeah, it's it's because I'm so far away um, from the phone. Oh, it's not because you're ugly and your voice is ugly. I'm gonna try to shuffle some things around here. My phone a Are little bit. Are you avoiding that, man? Yeah, I was totally avoiding that conversation just now. So you heard me. You just want to avoid it. I, I really am a handsome seller. <laughs> I beg to differ. I've seen you. And for all you listening, go ahead to Jabber Jabber and look at him. You'll you'll know. He's fitted. You'll see the most handsome fella in the world if you look at me. Hey, the most fan- handsome fella. I can't even say it. Handsome fella on Jabber Jabber's tutus, man. By far. Or maybe Skip. It might be Skip. I think Skip is the most handsome fella on Jabber Jabber. Um, so, yeah. So, you got Roman out there. You got Stephanie out there. Well, you got to add to the circle, right? Who else to add to the circle? But the one and only, my guy, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out, you know, and... Um, he's, he's starting to do his thing. He's starting to kiss up to Stephanie. He's right with Stephanie, of course. And he's kissing up to her and he lays his arm on her and she says, look, don't ever touch me again. (laughs) Just don't do it. So he was like, I'm sorry, you know, real quick. I'm sorry. So she decides that, and this is weird because this is, this has really been unlike Stephanie. Stephanie decides that she is going to give the WWE Universe a gift, and she is going to give Albany, New York, the matchup of Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Oh, wow. I bet you they were excited for that one. They, they, Kevin Owens didn't seem too impressed. Um, Roman was a little he was, he was a little happy with that. He got at least something. Well, he's had this feud going on um, out of nowhere with Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal's attacked him, you know, week after week. Jinder Mahal keeps coming out and attacking him. Roman got a little bit last week. He got a little payback when he attacked Jinder. Um, so I think he wanted Jinder, but he's going to settle for Kevin Owens. Um, so the match goes on, and obviously it ends in a disqualification because Jinder appears. Jinder shows up attacking um, Roman Reigns. Seth comes out and says, "Hey, look, I'm here. I'm going to help the Shield." He comes out and starts beating up on Jinder. Um, this turns into a perfect opportunity for Kurt Angle to turn it into a tag team match. So you now have a tag team match with Roman and Seth versus Jinder, uh, who has injured ribs. They're all taped up. And his partner, Kevin Owens. Okay, so, so now while we're talking about the Shield here, when is Dean Ambrose due back? He should be due back any time now. Um, actually, last I checked, I have to do an update on that. But the last I had heard from a verified source, of course, because a lot of my sources are pretty much verified sources. They're sources that are... Now, very knowledgeable within the wrestling community. Um, and, you know, I'm not praising Dave Meltzer, but Dave Meltzer a lot of times 
has a lot of verified information. Um, I don't really follow his advice, but I do have a couple of different sites, um, including WWE, that I do get information from. And from WWE standpoint, he was actually um, behind in his recovery that it's actually supposed to take longer than it was normally expected. So um, as far as I know, there has been no update and there has been no actual date as to when Dean will return. So he's pretty much, so Renee's, I guess, is the only one getting a paycheck in the family. Right. She's well, wearing the in the family. He's still getting paid. Don't you worry about all that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you have that match. And obviously, um, you know, Seth, Seth cleans up the house. He comes in and saves the day for Roman. And, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much where Roman and Seth get the win. Okay. So, uh, Roman even gets pushed in tag team matches. They don't have to be in a single match. Christ, he'll, he'll win in a tag team match or whatever, right? No matter, no matter where he goes or who he's with, he's going to get pushed because that person is going to um, <clears throat> bring him up, so to speak. Right. So he's, he's, Vince's, he's one of Vince's golden boys. I mean, the WWE Universe is probably going to argue and say, no, he's not. But trust me, he's Vince's boy. Um, he's been, he's been Vince's boy for a long time. It's the Samoan dynasty. Vince loves this thing. And, and for whatever reason, um, it's just not triple H is the one that wanted to squash Roman in the first place. And Vince was just like, no, 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 no. He, he's got to be the new John Cena. Well, we talked about this extensively in the last podcast that, uh, Roman is actually getting better. Because we just watched his promos, and he seems to be getting better with those. He 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 is. Um, you know, it's just it seems to be like for me, I'm just not a really a big Roman fan. Right. Um, like he he's gotten better with his promos, and he's definitely gotten better with his with his wrestling matches. Um, I'm still not sold on the whole Roman thing, just because for so long he he was just. I, I don't know. There's just something about Roman that... Um, I can tell you what it is. I can tell you what it is. They put him there too quick. They didn't let him work up the ranks. They put him there right away before he was ready. So yeah. universe and, and people like us didn't accept him because he didn't work his way up. They just threw him in there and expected us to swallow it without, uh, without chewing it first, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and they kept pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding and saying, hey, look, this is the guy. This is the guy. WWE Universe is like, no, this is not the guy we want. We want somebody else. We want what we want. And unfortunately, nobody's looking at the aspect of what the fans really want. I mean, if they look at like Jabber Jabber, if they look at groups like different different groups on Facebook and whatnot, and collectively come together and say, what do you guys want to see? And actually adhere to that. Let the writing team have access to that. Um, you did get a lot more out of the WWE Universe. See, the, the, the thing is, though, now that he's there and people are starting to accept him, it's not going to go over like they intended in the first place because he was thrown there from the beginning. Right. So they kind of ruined Roman um, together. Uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe new fans will come in and maybe they'll accept him. But he was thrown in there so quick and so fast 
that people remember the old Roman, so they won't accept the new Roman, whether it's getting better or not. Right. And then you have, and then you have his history and matches where you know you've put him against top stars like the Undertaker at WrestleMania, where Roman has, um, you know, beaten him. Right. Retired him. And he gets title shot after title shot after title shot and loses and still gets another title shot. People exactly. don't like that. Somebody else has got to get that shot. He's also been he's also been put down on um you know, he's failed numerous um drug wellness policies for the WWE um for uh Adderall, um which is not a big thing in most most places there's it's <coughs> excuse me it's used to treat a lot of different things um but for some reason he was just really hooked on the whole thing and uh, apparently was misusing it somehow some way whatever the wwe and in the wwe um you have to take that with a grain of salt because the wwe doctors are very 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 particular with what they pass or fail Right. Well, hey, before we go any further, Elvis, we're about at that 15-minute mark where we have people uh, paying for this uh, commercial spot, but we're not that popular yet, so uh, we gotta we got to throw our own things in here, and uh, I want to remind people that we have a P.O. Box, 773 Bay City, Michigan, 4808. Send us good stuff, bad stuff. Just send us stuff. Um, we have Twitter accounts. We have uh, Jobber Jabber. Uh, what is the Twitter? Is it Jobber Jabber? I believe. Um, I think so. It might be the Porky's Boys. Yeah, it might be. It might be at Porky's Boys. I think it is. Twitter is at Porky's Boys. Um, my personal Twitter account is the number two, the word tooth, and the number one. Um, Elvis, I don't remember what yours is. Go ahead and give him that. Mine is at Rockstar49er. Okay, and then uh, we also have uh, T-shirts, nice fancy T-shirts at teespring.com slash Porky's Boys or slash Jobber Jabber. Uh, we have a YouTube, Jobber Jabber, which we really don't do a whole lot on there anymore because uh, everything we do is on Facebook, and our Facebook is Porky's Boys. So now that we put our plug in there because we're not making any money, uh, we'll uh, continue on with Raw. What do we got out next, Elvis? Um, well, I want to take a moment bit because, you know, a, a lot of podcasts, they'll talk about, you know, the stars of – so, you know, with wrestling podcasts, you got people talking about the stars. <clears throat> and I really want to take a moment to talk up the announce team. Because the announce team has gotten so much better. You have Michael Cole, who's not the greatest, but he's he's got longativity there. Longativity there. Um, you have Corey Graves, who I believe is an absolute goat when it comes to announcing. He's so great at what he does. He can flip each side of the coin and be a heel on Raw, but he can also be a face on SmackDown. Right, right. Fits any role you put him into. Um, and then, of course, you have the returning Jonathan Coachman. Um, left the WWE, went over to ESPN, and has now come back. And these guys work so well together. They really do. Now, they see a while back, there was a rumor that Jonathan Coachman got fired. That's why we don't like to do dirt stuff here at uh, Jabber Jabber. Right. Uh, you know, that, that, that irritates me because I got that from a pretty good source, I thought, 
And uh, it obviously wasn't true. So that's the kind of stuff we don't like here on Jabber Jabber. Obviously, he didn't get fired. You're right. He didn't get fired. He he actually has um, a personal Facebook page, and he's constantly going live with Coach Him Up Live. He's got new merchandise out, Coach Him Up merchandise um, available for purchase. Um, and he, he's he's gotten so much better. I think with him going to ESPN and getting his spot over there, it's made him, um, you know, just a better person. Um, he, he's definitely somebody that can give Corey Graves, you know, when Corey Graves is trying to take those one-two punches, he's not a Byron. He doesn't just sit there and shut up. He, he actually gives back and says, hey, look, I'm a smart guy. I know what I'm talking about. What about Booker T? No, I'm just kidding. If, if Booker T can stay awake long enough to actually finish a raw podcast, I would be surprised. And Booker say something. Be sleeping like five minutes into the first match. And say something besides, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, or, try to talk up, or try to talk up his glory days in Harlem Heat, which was not that great of a tag team, in my opinion. I'm sorry, WWE Universe, for bursting your bubble. Harlem Heat was not that great of a tag team. Yeah. All he always said was, oh, wow, or oh, man. Yeah, or the, can you dig it, sucker? We, hey, we better get going on Raw here. We're already 20 yeah. minutes, man. This thing flies by, man. You, you know, we were worried about stuffing an hour, we an hour into uh, our podcast, and, man, both times we've ran out of time. So let's go on with Raw. Yeah. All right, so um, up next, we got Bobby Lashley. They do a short little video thing with Bobby Lashley backstage talking to Renee Young um, from a couple weeks ago, sharing a couple of his sister stories. Um, Nothing really there. Sami Zayn has said that this week he's going to come out and he's going to bring out Bobby Lashley's sisters. So he invites... He invites the sisters to Raw. Uh, he has them come out. And it's really, of course, you know, as the WWE loves to do, they love the rib. It's three guys dressed up as women um, claiming that they're Bobby Lashley's sisters. Uh-huh. So um, this one fan in particular, was it, if you watch it, if you watch Raw, You'll hear it clear as day. It gets really silent for a moment. Like, the announcer stopped talking, and it's the perfect moment for this one guy because this one guy just turns around and says, she's a guy. Just say, she's a guy. I don't know why. It just struck me as funny when it happened. But anyways. Was this a guy? Was this a fan, or was this one of the people in the And It was a fan. Somebody had just randomly waited. It got really quiet. The announcers had stopped talking. There was no noise in the ring. It was just kind of one of those dead silent crowd moments, and you could hear him clear as day shout out, she's a guy. Good, nice. Um, so anyways, you know, Lashley obviously comes out, um, and he, he plays along great with it. And he's like, oh, you know, it's my sisters. Hey, I'm so glad you made it. Um, I wonder why you're single. And he's telling the one in the middle, and he's like, you know, you've got everything a woman ever woman wants. He's, he's like, you've got a, such a thick mustache. Uh, he, he basically destroyed the sisters, as it may be, while Sami Zayn scooted up the ramp, which is nothing new for Sami Zayn, because Sami Zayn is used to 
tucking tail and running. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Ember Moon versus Alexa Bliss for a Money in the Bank ladder match. Of course, Nikki James gets thrown out. Um, she gets involved with the ref, and you know she gets her her butt thrown out. And Alexa tries to get the pin on Ember, but fails. So Ember, through a period of reversals, ends up with her finishing move, which I think is an incredible move. Oh, that was the bliss. It's like Ember moons. Oh, yeah, the, the eclipse. Oh, my God, that's yeah. wonderful. It's like jump off the ropes, and then she just comes into a stunner, and it's like, it's insane. It's yeah. insane. Ember Moon has won her opportunity for Money in the Bank. She beats Alexa Bliss and gains entry into the Money in the Bank match. Okay, so are we about halfway through Raw right now from today? Um, yes. Okay, so where are we at as far as Money in the Bank um, contestants? Participants. Um, I actually just worked on something the other day. Um, we have for the men's money in the bank, we have Miz, Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode, Braun Strowman, Rusev, Finn Balor, and one more day. Strowman and Balor. So we right. have the Miz, KO, um, Bobby Roode, Strowman, Balor, and one more to come. Right. We have Rusev. Oh, Rusev is in it too? Rusev is in it, and there's also one member of the New Day. Okay. So they can't have too many more people getting in this thing. If, if we're a month out of Money in the Bank, that's that, seven. I think there's only, I think there's eight competitors total. Uh, okay. Well, what about the women's end? Um, the women so far has Charlotte, Becky, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, Sonya, and Naomi could qualify with a match. On SmackDown. Okay, Ember, Becky, Sonya. Well, we have Ember, um, Charlotte, Becky, Alexa, Ember Moon, and either Sonya Deville or Naomi. Oh, it depends. Yes, because they're going to have a match on SmackDown. And then the winner of that moves on to Money in the Bank. Okay, so that's five on the women's side. We're still, we're still a good ways away. We're still a few weeks away. It's not till June 17th. Um, so there's still time to get these matches in. A little bit of time to get these matches in. I am surprised that they're already up to seven people in that match with four weeks to go. That takes away from Raw and SmackDown for uh, matches. It really does because it makes it bland because now you don't know what to expect. Or now... You just have nothing to look forward to. To be like, okay, well, money in the bank's already secured. So now, now what do we get? But you know what they could do, Elvis? They could, have, they could have these people that are already cemented in there have matches with people to lose their spot in money in the bank, and the other guy can win the spot. That I I wouldn't put it past WWE to do that. And actually, that would be a good twist, and that would be an awesome stipulation to a match for the next four weeks. That would definitely be good too. Actually, have to give somebody another opportunity to come in, and you know, steal the steal the money in the bank opportunity. Right, right. Well, that might be what they do. I don't know because, like we said, we if we have three more raws before Money in the Bank, uh, the the WWE universe looks forward to the stipulation match where the winner gets a shot at that Money in the Bank, and without that stipulation, there's not much there. You know. 
Right. I can see Roman getting that last spot, though, the way things are going. Right. And that would, that would be horrible because Roman does not need to win Money in the Bank. There's no reason for him to be walking around with that briefcase because he's going to get a title shot regardless. Oh, yeah. yeah. All he's got to do is say, I want a title shot, and he's going to be and he, he's going to be automatically handed a title shot. I tell you what. Which knows it. I tell you what. If they give Roman that last spot in that match, I will be so upset because there's no reason to waste that spot on Roman Reigns. But anyway, go ahead and continue with uh, Raw. That's just my opinion. I, you know, it's not an anti-Roman thing. It's just there's no reason to waste that spot on him. Right. And I'll tell you what. I've actually become a gender fan. I, I'm, I'm starting to like gender just because – um, just because of the fact that I, I just flat out don't like Roman. So to watch Jinder beat the hell out of him week after week is like watching Brock Lesnar beat the hell out of him week after week. It's entertaining as hell to me because I am not a Roman guy. Well, hey, look at look at these people we have in the Money in the Bank for the men's side and think about the people we still have left on the outside. We still have Samoa Joe. We still have Sami Zayn. We still have Baron Corbin. We still have Dolph Ziggler. I mean, there's a whole host of people that could be in this match that would deserve it more than Roman and that could replace, like, a New Day member does not need this. I could see a New Day member, whoever that is, losing that shot somewhere down the line in a match between now and Money in the Bank. That Just like what I just said. Absolutely. I mean, as far as the rest, um, the Miz will most likely be in it for sure. KO will be in it for sure. Um, uh, Rusev, I could see him losing his spot too. Um, Balor, I could see Strowman losing his spot because Strowman will get a title shot too without having to win that. Right. And that's not his kind of match. I don't know how he would lose. Maybe a disqualification or some kind of shenanigans happening. But uh, I could see that happening as well. I could see Strowman and the New Day member losing this spot and Rusev. I could see all those losing their spot in this Money in the Bank match. But as far as Balor, Rude, KO, and The Miz, I think they're cemented in. Right, for sure. All right, there are definitely some people in there that are cemented in, and there are there are some people that could potentially lose their spot and still, you know, have a have a hosting for. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say it now. Oh, um, the New Day member. The New Day member is definitely out of there. The New Day member is not going to Money in the Bank. With that shot at that Money in the Bank briefcase, I'll guarantee that. There's no way. There's not one of those guys that deserves it, and there's nothing to do for the New Day with that Money in the Bank. Right. Unless they did a, okay, if, let's say Kofi Kingston gets in the Money in the Bank, he wins it, and they change the stipulation to where any of the three New Day members could use that. That might be something that would happen. Right. So anyway, go ahead with Raw. That's just my crazy thinking of uh, how the – universe works and how, or not the universe, I'm sorry, how uh, Vince McMahon works and how the writers work, but, you know, that would actually be something pretty cool. If they that would actually be really cool to see that come down. So, anyway, go yeah. ahead and continue with Ross. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. That's what we're here for, and if we go a few minutes over, I'm sure our fans aren't going to really care. No. Um... Finn and Braun backstage talking. Now, again, this is a really odd combination. You know, they did the tag team thing last week. This week, they get told, because Kurt has given up his office for the beautiful Stephanie McMahon, mm -hmm. um, and she 
tells Finn and Braun, okay, here's an idea. Why don't you two get in the ring? Main event, it's you two versus each other. Okay. And they're both already in the money in the bank, so there's no stipulations to this match. It's just it's just a, a pretty, you know, pretty set in stone. And here you go. Just go out there and do what you got to do and tear the house down. And, you know, I'll get on to that. I'll touch on that later. Um, it's Vin's looking a little nervous, of course, because he, now he's got to go up against Braun Strowman, who is like five times his size. Right. <laughs> um, so that cut out real quick. And then, of course, you come back. From commercial, and you've got No Way Jose versus Baron Corbin, and again, my buddy Shane Alden from World of Hurt Wrestling in the Conga line. Elvis, before you go any further, did he get that spot in the Conga line because he's a, a wrestler or just because they picked him out of the crowd? Um, I think it has to do with the fact that he's an actual wrestler, and I think his name may be um there through somebody that calls you know from albany or whatever with a casting gotcha. albany area i think that's how he got pulled out was just he's a he's a regular call out for gotcha. them okay all right i'm done now um so now we have then we cut backstage and you have kurt angle and he's talking with chad gable and of course drew mcintyre and Dolph ziggler gotta come out and they're you know, oh, Chad Gable, you're nobody, and we're we're all that matters on Raw now, and um, it starts a huge argument. So Kurt tells Chad Gable and Dolph Ziggler that now they're going to have a match because, of course, as everybody knows, on Raw or on SmackDown, they settle things in the ring now, as the story goes. So he sets them up for a match to be um, later on. And then I going to be Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable. Um, we cut over to the B team who comes out. The former Miz Taraj, who are now calling themselves the B team. Curtis Axel, who's a former, uh, who is a, his father is a WWE Hall of Famer, Mr. Perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, and we have Bo Dallas, whose father is also a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, and Erwin R. Scheister, a.k.a. Mike Rotunda, for all of you old, old school wrestling fanatics. They want to know, they got a win last week against Brizongo. Not very impressive, but yeah. Not very impressive. So who do they get this week? They get Brizongo again. Come on. Time on Raw for that. Again, not a very impressive match. But the B team does pick up another win. They are now two and zero on Raw. Brizongo is now zero and two against the B team. So we know it's going to be the 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 uh, dark match on Money in the Bank, right? It's going to be Brizongo against the B team, or they might be on the main show. I don't know, but I think I think that they would push them too. That's probably going to be something that's going to be pushed to the pre-show. Right, right. That's what I'm thinking too. But it sounds like it's going to be an ongoing thing. It sounds like they're trying to build them up <coughs> a little bit into the um, into the, the main event here to try to get them a tag team. Maybe maybe it's a little push for the B team to go for the titles and shockingly win them because you know the WWE does like to swerve. But you know, hey, you know, back when I was talking uh, 
before you came along, I was writing uh, stuff about the tag team division on Raw and the tag team division on SmackDown. The tag team division on SmackDown was loaded. Raw was down to nothing. It was decimated. Hey. Hello. Hey, this is Road Warrior Animal, and you're watching Jobber Jabber. Oh, what a rush. Thank you. All right. Um, we're finishing out the second half of our rubbing it raw. I think Vince got wind that we were talking about it, so maybe he wasn't too happy he had a shutdown for a second. Yeah, well, what but we're going to try and do, we're, we're new to this, so we're going to try and put these together and have just one full show. If not, we'll have two segments. We'll have two half-hour segments. That way you don't get drowned out with uh, a whole hour of our bullshit. You can just uh, listen to half hour and then shut it off and go throw your phone or whatever because you can't stand us because we suck. But anyway. Or maybe they just hate us because we're talking about their precious Roman. They hate it because we're good, dude. Jobber Jabber is yeah. the top of the food chain in the wrestling internet industry, and people don't know it yet. Only 8,000 of them know it. That's right. Really right. smart. Okay, so um, we were talking about um, we had the B team. Um, we were, you know, they won. They're two and zero now. Uh, we move on to a segment of Stephanie McMahon in the ring with a table. Um, it is time to sign the contract for the challenge heard round the world. Okay, hold on. Stop right there. These things irritate me. I don't even want to know who was in it. It doesn't matter because they set the shit up and they have matches all the time without signing contracts for these matches. This is all, all it is is filler for raw. They go out there, they're going to sign the contract. They're going to fight. They're going to flip the table. It's old shit. And let's get rid of it. Let's stop it. So well, it is it last week as um, we talked about, Nia Jax challenged the one and only Ronda Rousey um, for a WWE Women's Championship match at Money in the Bank. Uh Um, So this is the contract signing to make it official. Of course, um, you know, there's the addition of Stephanie. So Stephanie's got to get her plugs in. She's got to try to bash Ronda. Ronda's giving it right back to her. Naya's getting mad, and Naya finally stands up and says, look, I've had enough. I'm going to Money in the Bank. You're my opponent. I'm going to destroy you. Signs the contract. Ronda stands up, pushes the table out of the way. Stephanie gets all excited, thinking they're going to fight. You know, the fight's coming. Um, Ronda says, I'm coming to Money in the Bank. I'm taking the WWE Championship from you, and I'm taking your arm." Ah, so um, let's hold off right there and talk about this for a second. So yep. where, do, where do you think this is going to go with Nia Jax and uh, Ron Rousey? Because Nia Jax is in the middle of one hell of a push, but yet they're bringing <laughs> Rousey into the mix. 
I think it's a little bit early to be putting Ronda Rousey in the mix with Nia Jax because Nia Jax is on one hell of a roll right now. I I I, I do agree with that. Um, you know, obviously the WWE is going to do what they whatever they want, anyways, regardless of what the WWE universe thinks. I think you're absolutely correct. I I love Ronda Rousey to death. I love the fact that she's finally in the WWE. She's finally making a you know another career for herself. Um, she's doing great. She she's not so skittish in the ring. She's gotten so much better um, in just a few short weeks at mic skills and really working working the storyline and everything else like that. Um, you know, and it, and it's got to be a huge opportunity for her against Nia. But I do agree with the fact that I think it is way too early. I think that there are other women, um, you know, in the in the locker rooms that have earned an opportunity. Um, I personally felt like maybe it was too early for Nia to even have the title. Um, but, of course, with the whole bullying thing with her and Alexa, they have to give the title to her um, to save face. Well, so now you've got Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. Um Carmella's the other champion. Carmella's the other champion on SmackDown. Yeah, a Ronda Rousey-Carmella match is not stimulating. That's not something that people want to see. They're going to say, oh, Ronda Rousey's going to kill her. You know, that's not even... They want to put Ronda in the ring with somebody that's a little more competition. But yet, on the other hand, put Ronda in a match with Carmella and have Carmella win by, you know, some kind of uh, shenanigans or whatever, uh, instead of throwing Nia to the wolves right now because... I mean, by the sounds of it, Nia's going to lose that belt because they're not going to want to have Ron. Um, right, and I, and I, I think, I think that's a correct statement to make because I think the WWE is looking at it like, oh, Ronda it really is a higher ticket than Nia. Nia is very popular; she's gotten her push. Um, however, I believe that Ronda is a lot, um, a lot more popular than Nia, so I think that they will push not her for the belt which is kind of dis- disheartening because they had a whole plan set in motion for Ronda to become the most dominant female in the WWE, and that was by simply running her th- her way through the roster like a female Goldberg, which I thought was going to be one hell of a storyline. But the unfortunate part is now if they let her win at Money in the Bank, it will completely destroy that storyline and any hopes of us ever seeing that storyline. Hey, let me throw something at you, Elvis, and tell me what you think about this. Let's say they have Ronda Rousey take Carmella's belt, and then at a later pay-per-view, they have a women's championship match between Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey, just like with the men's belt, and have an undisputed champion in the women's division. That would be that would be fantastic. Nia versus Ronda Rousey, and those kind of stipulations with putting the belts together. And uh, having an undisputed champion. Now, that would be a ticket seller. That would be a main event for a pay-per-view. It, it definitely would. It would be It would be a great thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm just, I, I just don't know where this came from. I don't know if maybe it's just because the whole Ronda thing really jumped off. I, I, I just don't understand, like, the thinking, be, thinking process behind putting Ronda Rousey this soon in a match for the WWE Women's Championship. Or take against, it from Carmella. Right. Take it from Carmella, let her fight a few people, and then have a Nia Jax. Woo-wee! 
Hey, y'all. Skip Bentley here on Java Java Spring Break in Minnesota. Ooh, well, here we go again, Mr. Elvis. I don't know what's going on with Anchor, but I'm going to have to probably email them if all of this doesn't come together because they're really cutting cutting my confidence down. Yeah, right we, can't, uh, we can't have three episodes of 10 minutes or whatever, so we need to have this all in one. I'm pretty sure we can put it all into one. Let's just roll on with uh, Raw. Let's just roll on with Raw. All right, so... So yeah, we had that. They, you know, they did the, they do the handshake. Um, we move on. We have we now have the Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable match, which is an absolute squash match. Ziggler squashes Gable without question. McIntyre comes in and does his claymore and and puts the exclamation uh, the point on the exclamation. Okay. Um, not really, again, not a very popular raw. I didn't see a lot of action. It was just, I mean, it was just a quick, 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 quick thing going on tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalia, you have Natalia, um, who is in a fatal four-way match, um, against Dana Brooke, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan in a Money in the Bank qualifier. Uh, which we'll add to our qualifier list that we Dana, already Natalia, Logan, and who? Um, we have Natalia, Dana Brooke, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. Oh, okay, okay. So, Riot Squad members. Two um, of them from Riot Squad. Um, and obviously, it breaks down into an all-out brawl. Natalia ends up joining the Money in the Bank match. By making, um, I believe it was Sarah Morgan, or Sarah Logan tap out, I believe is who she got to tap out this week um, to the sharpshooter. So Natalia now added to the money in the bank. Okay, do we really think Natalia is going to win that money in the bank? Um, I don't really think so because, I mean, I I love Natty. I think Natty is legendary in in her own right right now. Um, she's just done so much for the company. She has put over so much talent. It is unbelievable. She's had her moment as WWE champion, but I do not believe that at this point that she could possibly um, be doing it. In my, in my opinion, in my own personal opinion, um, the person that I see... I have one in mind, too going on to win this match is Ember Moon. Exactly. I was just going to say the same thing because I was looking down this list. You have Becky, who is a former champion. You have Charlotte, who is basically in the same position as Roman Reigns. She doesn't need the money in the bank. Um, Alexa Bliss, kind of the same thing. Natalia, she's just a uh, worker slash jobber, kind of like we are. Sonya and Naomi, I don't see either one of them getting it. I could see Ember Moon carrying that money in the bank around to take on the Nia Jax, uh, Ronda Rousey winner, or to move on and take, uh, um, oh, God, the other champion. I forgot her name already. We were talking, uh, Carmella. Carmella. Unless Carmella's put into a match at Money in the Bank. I, I don't know if she's going to hold the title for a long time, but, you know, Vince McMahon's been known to do crazier things. 
I could see that uh, Carmella with a long title run here with some kind of crazy shit happening. Right. So anyway, what's next? So, yeah, so that, that jumps on that. Um, up next, we have Bobby Roode, who's going to make Raw Glorious versus <laughs> Elias. Hello, I am Elias. Now, one thing, I during, one thing I noticed during the, um, yes, Elias, I agree, definitely deserves to be in the Money in the Bank. Elias should be in Money in the Bank. He's done so much. His, he, he's just really jump-started his career. Uh, every week, he continues to get better and better. Um, the one thing that I noticed with Elias is his promo is that the WWE lately has really been pushing NBC Universal. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking that the deal with NBC Universal could be coming soon where we could see a dramatic shift with Raw and SmackDown Live leaving the USA Network. Mm-hmm. And going to NBC. Now that would be huge because they would be competing with other local channels. Um, yeah, that would be different. That would be something to see. Yeah, they they've done it before with the Saturday Night Main Event a long time ago. Um, you know, and it it worked out really well then. Um, you know, and they've uh, just every superstar now seems to really be mentioning NBC, NBC. I mean, but Elias like went out of his way to make sure he emphasized NBC Universal. Okay, so that's not actually uh, NBC. It's kind of almost like a cable channel, but you know, USA Network cannot compete with NBC. NBC is going to have a lot more money than USA is. Oh yeah, most definitely. They they definitely have more money than USA. And there was a money problem with renewing the USA contract, so I can see right. that happening. Right. Um, and NBC is all about sports, anyways. They love their NBC sports because you know you've got Fox and CBS competing for um, you know football, and there's not really a lot of football going on on um, NBC. Now, hey, you look at that, though. You know, that's that's a little tough. They're, you know, WWE is jumping into new waters because they're going to be competing with other primetime shows at that time frame between 8 and 11 on Monday. You know the other, right. you know the other networks are going to put some primo shows in those time slots because they're not going to want to lose to NBC. Yeah, you know, they're not going to want to lose to NBC. Yeah. It's definitely going to be must-see TV on CBS. It's going to be must-see TV on ABC. And NBC is really going to step up their game with this. Because like you said, it, it, they are venturing into new waters. Um, I can see, I can see uh, a WWE lo- losing ground on that by moving to a major ne- network like that. Um, I could see... Ooh, I could see where it could happen. <laughs> Hey, here we go again. All right, we're going we're gonna to finish this. We really are. I just wanted to make this point because I'm not sure if you heard me on this last point. Um, somebody brought this up. We, you know, the WWE Universe really wants to clamor for the Attitude Era. We want the Attitude Era. We want the Attitude Era. Well, we all know that that's not going to happen, and I'll tell you why. It's not going to happen because you know as soon as they start throwing an Attitude Era, some something to do with the Attitude Era in there, 
whatever it may be, somebody's going to get offended somewhere. Right. And, and with, and with, uh, with, if it goes to NBC, that, that they're really not going to do that. Yeah. Family broadcasting. Anyways, we have, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. We're going to finish this before this does it again. Um, the last match of the night goes to Braun and Finn, and obviously the only match that really mattered. It was great from beginning to end. Braun really put everything out on the table for a guy his size to go in there with somebody small and as fast as Finn and to really put on the performance of a lifetime. It was all over. It, spit, it you know went over the barricade into the crowd. There was moments where Braun was going to get counted out. Finn was just all over the all over the place. I mean, there were coup de bras from the the barrier. There were coup de bras from the top rope. I mean, there was just it was unbelievable from beginning to end, and it really was like the only match that really stuck out in my opinion. Um, right. The match from beginning to end. Um, so I mean, that was basically raw. All right. Well, let's uh, let's throw in a few plugs here in case we get cut off again. And uh, that way, if we do get cut off, we'll just end it there. Let's throw in the plugs. We got our uh, personal Twitter accounts at Porky's Boys. Um, uh, here's Elvis. Is at Rockstar Forty Nine er. Oh, at, yeah, Rockstar Forty Nine er. Mine is the number two, the word tooth, and the number one. Uh, it's Porky's Boys for the the, the Jabber Jabber. And on Facebook, we are Porky's Boys. Teespring, we're at teespring.com slash Porky's Boys slash Jobber Jabber. Either one you want to do, they're both stores for us. And is there any, we have YouTube. Uh, Porky's uh, Boys. Yep, we have YouTube, and we also have Jobber Jabber Sports Nation, which is up and running now, which is um, wrestling, football, basically any sport combined that you can think of. That is a public group on um, Facebook, so you can find that as well. Yeah, and if you're listening, if you're listening right now and you like fantasy football, that's another thing we're going to do on podcasts. Um, I plan on covering the AFC North in our first podcast. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it with Farley, if I'm going to do it with Chris, or if I'm going to do it with Elvis or by myself. Whatever the case is, we're going to cover the AFC North in my first fantasy football podcast. Uh, we're going to give you the rundown on the new players on each team in that division, the rookies they picked up, and uh, the impact it's going to have on fantasy football. And, of course, your brother has a podcast. Yeah, um, uh, Crimes Against History, which is very, very good stuff. He may be lame when it comes to Jabber Jabber. But he knows his history because he's a nerd. <laughs> nerd! And you know what? He won't listen to this podcast, so he'll have no fucking idea, dude. What, what, what do we call them, guys? We call them ner ner nerds! Yeah, nerds, nerds, nerds. So yeah, Anderson. Anyways. So, um, now, yeah. Uh, we're going to do SmackDown tomorrow night, right? Yep, we're going to do SmackDown tomorrow night, and if hopefully we can get Anchor on board and everything can be finalized and we can figure out well, I'll all, the one all into one episode, and then we can get everything tomorrow night into one episode. So be we'll be better way. off. So we, uh, I'm thinking that maybe that's the problem. Last week, we tried to roll it all into one podcast, and, man, we ran out of time, Elvis. We had such a good time. Uh, we yeah. ran through an hour. We ran through an hour the second time, and we still didn't cover everything. So we, have to, right. these, we have to break these podcasts down into Rubbing It Raw, SmackDown Breakdown, and then we'll probably do one on Thursday, which will cover NXT and indie stuff and, uh, you know, uh, Ring of Honor or 
anything else. Now, don't forget, everybody can come on anchor.com FM slash Jabber Jabber Nation and leave us a message. Um, I'm not sure how that works because we haven't got any yet, but leave us a message with a question or whatever. We'll read it on the air, and we can add you to the podcast. You're more than welcome. You don't have to have a channel or a podcast. Just sign up for Anchor, and we will have you on here. Um, is all you need. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, I've responded to a few people on Twitter, and we've gotten some um, requests to be on their on their show. And you know, we're, I've sent out a lot of invites for them to listen to our show. So, yeah, I've been asked to be a co-host. I've been asked to be a co-host, or we have been asked to be co-host. I don't know if it comes through on the Jabber Jabber Anchor, but when I'm signed into my personal. Um, uh, anchor account. <laughs> um, I get, I get uh, requests to co-host a show because I put wrestling as my interest on there. However, my personal anchor podcast channel is Confessions of a Medicated Mind, which I don't have anything on it yet. Uh, the name, the name just tells you Confessions of a Medicated Mind. That's exactly what it is. Two dudes is medicated, uh, but I'm ready to talk about anything you want to talk about: religion, politics, sports. Whatever it is, just don't be offended. If you come on there and you talk with me, don't get offended on what I say. I'm bipolar. I'm ADD. You never know what I'm going to (laughs) say. So we'll get that rolling, and we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, we can roll all these segments into one so we don't have three different segments making all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. So, yeah, thanks for running down Raw because I uh, wasn't able to watch it. We'll run down SmackDown tomorrow. Um, We'll call it. SmackDown breakdown, or I don't know what the hell we're gonna call it. What do you think, Elvis? We'll think of something. Right, SmackDown breakdown looks uh, looks like it could be an official name with rubbing it raw. Oh, dude, rubbing it raw is a great name. We got to keep that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to keep the rubbing it raw. That's what I do in my spare time. <laughs> so, anyway, it was great talking to you, Elvis. Man, I'm glad you're <laughs> great having you on Jabber Jabber. Um, added some new life and some new spark to the website. And uh, yeah, man, email yes. us. You gotta do keep listening, pass it on, leave a comment, leave a message. Whether you like it, whether you don't, just uh, pass it around, man. For sure, for sure. All right, we will check you guys tomorrow night for SmackDown Breakdown. Yeah, it was great, man. I had a great time, Elvis, and we will see you tomorrow, bud. As always, a great time. Thanks for joining us again. All right, Jabber Jabber, this is Two Tooth. And this is Elvis. Talk to you tomorrow.